0: What up, fam? We're back with another edition of the DNBR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. Sure, you're probably hearing how great the mortgage rates are right now, but Mike and Virginia, they're not just your typical mortgage company. They have phenomenal rates, but really what separates them is Mike is a certified financial planner and he looks at so much more than just a rate when designing your home loan. They're a small family-owned company, so you'll always feel like a person and not a number. If you've gone through the loan process before and you know, you'd rather watch Patrick Mahomes win a Super Bowl, the Lakers win another NBA title, I get it, you know, it's it's normally like getting a root canal. But the thing about Mike and Virginia, trust me guys, they're gonna make it just so smooth, so quick, so enjoyable. They are the best in the business. Visit them at dnvrmortgage.com and enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. Most importantly, get set up with a free consultation. Mike and Virginia will work tirelessly to find the best loan for your situation, again, visit them at dnvrmortgage.com. Enter to win a free DNVR shirt or hat of your choice when you do. If you're old school, you can give Mike a call directly at 970-412-2472. Again, dnvrmortgage.com or 970-412-2472. Michael Chevalier, NMLS number 1931006. Virginia Chevalier, NMLS number 1910631.
1: No, No, I, I just... Um... <laughs> I'm, I'm so proud of our team. I, I just, you know, we challenged them pretty, pretty. And I think we all realized we didn't bring the level of intensity that, you know, it takes to, 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 win a game like this. And, um, what a great response from our guys. I mean, I just thought we played our tail off and it just felt different from the beginning. And even though we were down, was it was 17 to nine or whatever it was early, um, you could feel it on our bench and our team, the, the intensity and the focus. And Deshaun comes in, knocks down a couple of shots and we really kind of kicked it into gear from there. And, um, you know i could go on and on about our guys but 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 the defense and the toughness and the intensity um was just awesome from our guys and then we had a lot of timely plays you know and um about david rod you know just showed a ton of poise getting in foul trouble like that and not being able to have an impact on the game in the first half because of fouls but really stayed with it it was just a monster for us in the second half and you know, timely three by Adam, timely three by Kendall, and then Isaiah Stevens was just special, you know what I mean, down the stretch. And um, what a tremendous win for our ball club.
2: Coach, you talk about challenging them. What does that look like? Is that showing the issues? Is it just talking? Kind of how's that go down?
1: I think it's both. I mean, I, I think that you know it, but, but when you watch it and you see it, and you've got to ask yourself you know some tough questions and learn. It. and listen nobody wants to hear this but but we're, we are a young group and you know we're 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 trying to learn you know what it takes to to win some of these games and it's not you know go down and get down 26 and then think you're going to come back i mean you got to you got to come out and you know you got to play from the opening tip like your hair's on fire and it's not just playing hard it's focus it's understanding the game plan being locked into what's going on playing through fatigue playing through adversity um, and that's what we did and um but but, but i i we all believe that that's who they are this is an unbelievable we got unbelievable guys they got great character um they own it um they know it they know what they want and they came out and just had a tremendous response here tonight
3: hey nico this is steve um, i asked david this a question about uh, after the under eight, you went to your one three one zone. But after a couple possessions, you switched to uh, a one three one and then going to man-to-man. What's the difficulty of coaching that? I always wonder why teams don't do more of that. But it's got to be tough to, to implement. What's the, what's the tough part about doing it?
1: You know, it's spending practice time on it. You know, we haven't had a ton of practice time. It's something that we've been working on all year. We haven't really used it much. We use it a tiny bit against UNLV but it was something we really thought we could use in this series. And it was really timely, you know, for us, we got into foul trouble and you could see it kind of got them standing around, you know, and they, and they weren't in rhythm. And even when they scored, it took them a long time, you know, it it really took them out of flow. And so there, there's a difficulty in doing that, but it's just practice time. It's communication. I think it's been just a, you know, small chunks of practice time over the course of the, of the season that, that, uh, you know, really paid off for us here today. But, um, it was big. Um, it's something that you know we can use as a weapon. We're definitely a man-to-man team, but sometimes those things uh, um, can really help. you. And clearly, I thought it helped us here tonight.
0: What up, fam? Happy Saturday. We're back with another edition of the DNVR Rams podcast presented by Chevalier Mortgage. Uh, honestly, I'm about a day late on this podcast, so that, you know, my apologies on that. Had to take care of some personal stuff on Friday. That's why I wasn't able to attend the women's game either, which was a bummer. Uh, just, you know, some doctor's appointment stuff. But yeah, I'm excited to talk CSU men's hoops as always. Obviously, a just a momentous win on the road Thursday night in Logan to come away with the sweep, advance to 11 and 3 overall, 8 and 2 in Mountain West play. I mean, it was huge, guys. It was absolutely huge. Really, really important for CSU's potential at large chances as far as the NCAA tournament goes. As I've said multiple times, you know, we don't really know what the conference tournament situation is going to look like. If it's guaranteed, you know, you just, you got to do what you can to get those big wins in the regular season because you just, you don't want to be dependent on an auto bid. You really don't you know, ultimately, I'm still hoping that they have a conference tournament, one, because I think it's really fun. And with how many good teams there are, I think the parity, the competitive field, all of that should be tremendous. And then, you know, obviously, just selfishly, even if CSU didn't necessarily win it, but let's say they were, you know, kind of on the fringe, and then, you know, they're able to make a run to the title game, or, you know, win a couple of games. Every game matters, you know, it's, It's just another win in front of a national audience. All that stuff does matter. So ultimately, you know, having a conference tournament, that would be great. My point is just that, you know, you don't want that to be the only way you have a chance to get into the tournament. Now that you have quad one road wins at San Diego State and Utah State, that resume is starting to look pretty good. You know, obviously, St. Mary's, that's really going to hurt CSU. But also, you know, it was early in the season. The Gales are a good program. It's not like you lost to a bad team. It it shouldn't, you know, like handicap your chances or anything like that too drastically. It just, you know, it's a bummer that you have that on your resume. It's it's still a blemish, you know, at the end of the day. Nothing you can do about it now. No reason to dwell, none of that. But it happened. So, you know, that'll be a factor. Obviously, you know, you've got a couple of really big series. I mean, Boise State coming to town. If you could pick up a sweep there, man, that would just be so big. But at the bare minimum, you know, you got a split. And then after that, you know, you still got... Nevada which is a tough trip but they just lost a pair of games at Wyoming and you know which is that's kind of the whole point I brought that up going to Laramie it's not easy it never is I've been saying that for weeks now that two-game trip up in up in Laramie is going to be deceptively tough of course they're now allowing fans in and I get that like the regulations are kind of loosening up everywhere but it did kind of crack me up the timing of all that is is just kind of funny Anyways, my long-winded point through all this, and I know that I've kind of started to go on a couple of different tangents here, is just that all of CSU's goals are still on the table now because they were able to pick up this massive road win at Utah State after you know, getting completely beaten down the way that they did in that first game. And that was, in my opinion, CSU's most demoralizing loss of the entire season, significantly more so than St. Mary's. That was early in the year you know, and it is what it is. At this point, the Rams were feeling confident and, you know, they got punched in the mouth and they didn't respond at all. And so for them to come back and just play a completely different game, man, it just, it shows what kind of just toughness and grit this team has, you know. uh, I almost said uh, what kind of stones they have, but I don't know if that's appropriate or not. But you, you get what I mean. I mean, the fight that this team plays with, it's just, it's really something. And I think it's kind of what sets this group apart. There have been talented CSU teams in the past, but I even so, I'm just not sure they would be able to win on the road given the circumstances like this young Rams group has, especially against some of the teams that they've been able to to do it against. I mean, Utah State, they they beat San Diego State pretty good in that two game series. The second game was a lot closer, but you know, they kind of dominated it throughout and you know, it, it would have been easy to think that that's what they were going to do to CSU in that second game, especially after the way the first one went. But this Rams team, man, wow. You know, like Nico Medved kind of ranted about and all of that. You know, the the post-game audio that I played, just really, really impressive stuff. One of the guys that I have to shout out, and, and I actually highlighted him already in my post-game feature, so it's not like I haven't given him credit, but Deshaun Thomas. What a night. I mean, honestly, I've been talking DT up all season because everybody knew he got off to kind of a rough start. And, you know, that was kind of my message. Just stay calm. You know, he's going to develop. We know that he has the talent. What a game, man. The sophomore forward 11 consecutive points. I mean, that was that completely changed the game. That run three straight threes. Then as soon as Kato crashes too hard, he dishes it to Kendall Moore. Who gets a wide open layup? I mean, literally, that eleven point sequence completely changed the game, in my opinion. After everything that had happened this season, it would have been easy for DT to pout, you know. He started as a starter, gets quote unquote demoted to the bench. That, but to me, that's you know all a matter of perspective because, as I've said multiple times, you can't win with just your starters. So you know how you look at it, that's on you. But everybody knows that you want to be a starter, so you know you start as a starter, gets moved to the bench has kind of a tough go in that San Diego state series. That's a tough draw. What does he do? Comes back, plays great against UNLV plays even better against Utah state. And now we, now he's rolling again. It just, it speaks to the character that he has, you know, team first guy, a talented guy. I love his jump shot. Like James Moore's. I'm glad that he's shooting it because it it opens up the floor, especially against a team like Utah state. (laughs) But I'd much rather have DT be the one shooting jump shots. I love what James Moore's does on the drive, man. He he was not scared to take Kata to the post. That that's impressive. I mean that that takes some stones to do that. Look, man, this this Rams team they they don't have the most size in the world, you know. In in a perfect world, they'd probably have another four or five, you know, that they could roll in there. But honestly. I love the, I just love the way this roster is built. And I'm really excited about Jenison. I mean, the young guy they've got coming up. So I'm just not worried about it. I'm really not. I mean, yeah, if you go up against a team with just like crazy size in the NCAA tournament or something, maybe that's what ends up killing you. But I mean, what are you going to do? Like if you end up facing a team like at Baylor, I don't know, they're the first team I could think of with great size. But, you know, if you faced a team like Baylor, like I mean, you could have two seven footers and they'd still have more size than you. There's no one recipe for what's gonna work. But this Rams team, they've they've got it figured out. They've got the roster that works for them. They have the talent to compete. They've got a good group of dudes. It's just fun. It's so much fun covering this team. And I know that's not, you know, like an astute observation or, you know, anything that interesting, but it's just the truth. They're a fun group to be around. It sucks that we don't get to spend more time around them because they're they're just enjoyable. Beyond that, they just get it. They're level-headed. I mean, shoot, I find I feel like there are times where the media we're getting more hyped about a big win than they are because they're just you know on to the next one, and that's the type of mindset you want this group to have, man. It really is. They get it. the The mission is not accomplished yet. This is a group of competitive dudes. You know, they're not they're not content with just being one of the teams in the Mountain West. They want to be. The team in the Mountain West, the group. And I love that. I think they have a chance to do it over the next couple of years. I really do. So we're, uh, we're obviously going to talk plenty of hoops, just plenty of hoops over the next week with Boise State coming up. But I did want to play a little bit more post-game audio for you too, uh, courtesy of David Roddy. First, a quick word from our partners. Get back to that in just a second, but the return we have all been waiting for is finally here. UFC's most notorious icon is stepping back into the octagon this Saturday. Be sure to check out DraftKings Sportsbook, the official sports betting partner of the UFC, for a shot to turn $1 into $257. That's right. New users can bet $1 on McGregor to win by knockout in the first round, and if he does, you'll be cashing in $257. Bet a little win a lot. It's that simple. While we are all excited for this weekend's premier UFC bout, let's not forget football is in the midst of the playoffs. So head to the app now, check out the great playoff promotions. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, making it easy for you to deposit and withdraw your money at your convenience. Hey, sometimes it's an easy way to make money. I'm telling you, I gave you guys Tampa Bay last week. I'm going to give you more throughout the week. Download the top rated DraftKings sportsbook app now. Use that promo code DNVR when you sign up. Turn $1 into $257 if McGregor wins by knockout in the first round. Place your bet. Watch the fist fly this weekend. That code DNVR for new players to get $257 if McGregor wins by knockout in the first round. For a limited time only at DraftKings Sportsbook, must be 21 or older, Colorado-only restrictions do apply. See DraftKings.com Sportsbook for details. Have a gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. All right, like I said, we're going to wrap up with some post game audio from David Roddy. But before we do, I wanted to give you my DraftKings pick of the week. Obviously, we've got UFC 257 tonight, should be a blast. Really looking forward to that one. Uh, But I'm actually going to use my DraftKings pick of the week on NFL Sunday. And uh, I'm going to go with a two team parlay. Now, I know this can kind of bite you in the butt sometimes, but I'm going to parlay the Packers money line with the Chiefs money line. Kind of feels like an upset is probably going to happen. I'm not really sure in which one of the games. So I, I generally don't love going two favorites, but it's tough to go against Rodgers. It's tough to go against Mahomes. Ultimately, it feels fairly safe. So that's what I'm going with. That's my DraftKings pick of the week. Lock it in. Here's that post-game audio from David Roddy. I
3: thought there was a big play, uh... I, it must have been with maybe 10, 12 minutes to go. You came from a long way away to get a rebound. Um, so what, I don't know how. Um, I, I know you look for him, but how did you see him there? Yeah, um, you know, I just I chased down the ball and uh, used my pivot um, and, you know, just always kept my eyes on the back side, um, you know, because that's usually where it's open. So and I saw Adam, and, you know, who doesn't want to pass the ball back this little eye open on the three-point line? So... Um, you know, he hit the great shot and it's, it's you know, kudos to him. That's what he does. And so, you
2: know, it was, it was a good play. David, after Tuesday night, Nico kind of talked about he didn't think you guys necessarily matched, I guess, the intensity a little bit of, of Utah State. Um, was that is that something that was kind of disappointing to you guys, since obviously you can control that um, and obviously a focal point going into this one to, to ramp that up?
3: Yeah, yeah, it was huge. Um, you know, he challenged all of us uh, individually um, after that game and, and, and just showed us on film what we were, you know, what our intensity was, and, you know, that was at CSU basketball. So, um, you know, he challenged ourselves. We looked ourselves in the mirror and, and challenged ourselves to, to you know, have intense defense and, and, and tough defense. Um, and I'm really proud of my guys for just stepping up and, and playing with urgency uh, throughout the whole 40 minutes and trusting our confidence. And, and, and it's an even better win considering – just years years. Yeah. This, this yeah. Starting, starting team you pretty good. You guys come back,
2: and the team did everything. You mm-hmm. the staff, David, offensively, um, it seemed like you guys found a better flow tonight. Um, and, and actually, first off, let me let me backtrack a little bit. How big was DT coming in and hitting those threes? Because you guys were or were kind of stuttering a little bit there, and he seemed to get you going. Man, yeah.
3: He was awesome. Uh, I'm super proud of that, that guy. Um, you know, that's that, the top of the key is his, his spot. Um, and, you know, he has all the confidence in the world and, and he used it. And I'm super proud of him and how he how he played. And, and just hopefully we can, you know, everybody can play like that um, and, and model our games after that because that was just awesome coming off the bench.
2: And then the, the kind of offensively as a whole, you guys really, it seemed like there were sort of spurts where, you know, there was DT. There are times, um, you know, Kendall got some things going. Isaiah got some things going you got some things going. Was this a lot more, I guess, the team ball that you guys um, rely on, uh, whereas it maybe wasn't there as much Tuesday um, as you you struggled at times?
3: Yeah. Yeah, I would say so. Um, You know, we just looked back on film again and and, and saw, you know, certain things that, you know, schematically that we could do, but, you know, it it just really, relied on us you know not turning over the ball and taking care of it and also just you know cutting hard and, and playing physical and being physical you know utah state's a great defensive team so we had to we had to be smart and, and also physical and, and tough because they're a tough team to tough team to score against so um you know it was just great to play team basketball again and get it out into transition and, and run our sets uh and we, we did well